Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here, and joining us online, it's former Burlington City Councilor Ed Adrian. Good morning, Ed. Morning, guys. I never thought that I would be on a radio show with Kurt Wright listening to the Grateful Dead all at the same time. <laughs> you know, well, never say never. Who could have thought? <laughs> never say never. You get surprised all the time, Ed. Hey, I'm all ready to talk about the Speaker of the House or United States Senate or the United States Congress, right? That's what we're talking about, Jim Jordan. If you want to talk about that, sure, go ahead. Give us, give us your, give us. Your, you can really. Now that you've said it, though, I want to hear your take on it. I, um, I don't know. You know, every day brings something new. Uh, one, one podcast tells me one thing, and one tells me the other thing. So I'm going to flip a coin and say he wins, Jordan. Yeah. You think Jordan's the next speaker? All right. I'll put you on we'll the list see. of predictions. We'll see. Um, now, we want to talk about a number of things, and one of them is um, well, just the horrific attack by Hamas in Israel last week. And uh, I saw that where the Republican Party chair, Paul Dame, called out a few legislators on the Democratic side about taking support from an organization that has basically kind of stood with Hamas. And and you also came out and said, hey, look, I don't agree with the Republican Party in Vermont on lots of stuff. But you did you did say that you'd like these three legislators, three um, members of the House, actually one's a member of the Senate to to stand up and say where they if they if they want to disavow their support from this group. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important these days for people to show support and be clear about where they stand. And if these folks want to support uh Democratic Socialists of America, then that's their prerogative. But I I think they need to be clear about what that organization stands for. And right now it stands for uh, supporting murder and um, terrorism. And so you would like to see those three. uh, They have not apparently responded to any media requests. You'd like to see those three come out and say either you're with them or you would you would disassociate. At the very at the very least, I would like to see them denounce. Um, you know, you can deal with any big group and there's going to be different factions. So at the very least, I'd like to see them come out and denounce that faction. I think that's a, that's the floor, you know, whether they, uh, extricate from themselves from the group completely, um, we'll see, but one step at a time. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I'd like to make a comment. I want to thank Ed for speaking out about this travesty. And I think Governor Scott said it best when he said there are two sides to this issue, good versus evil. There is no moral equivalency on this. Like I heard from Senator Sanders and even uh, uh, Representative Balance and even on some local news outlets. And I keep hearing about this peaceful Palestinian, but the reality is that the Palestinians in control belong to Hamas, and the overwhelming majority of uh, Palestinians support Hamas. Uh, and even the majority of Palestinian groups in the United States are financially supported by Hamas and other radical Muslim groups. And I think if the uh, anti-Israeli petition, which is being circulated in Burlington, gets on the ballot, I hope the names of the people signing the petition get published in places like Seven Days. 
Uh, remember, these are the same crowd that brought the supposed BDS proposal uh, about the boycott against Israel to the council. All right, Ed, what do you what do you think about all that? What the caller? You said? know, <laughs> as I, as I, as I say, it's complicated. I, I would say that there is a battle of good versus evil, and Hamas is definitely the evil part. I I would sort of reckon liken things back a little bit to the former Soviet Union. I, I don't I think there was a lot of people in the Soviet Union who disagreed with the regime, but you know, they were powerless for whatever reason to overthrow it and and may remain so to this day with Russia. So I'm sure that there's some Palestinians that support Hamas. There's absolutely true and I'm sure that there others aren't. So I'd be hesitant to lump everybody into the same group, but What's clear to me at this point is that the focus should be on Hamas and I, and support for Israel in eradicating Hamas. You know, people who say that there's no alternative, um, but, or, you know, there's other alternatives besides a ground invasion, they always say, well, I don't know what those are. <laughs> yeah. And if, uh, if, if no reprisal is going to be the strategy of the Israeli government, then, um, that is obviously going to be a clear signal to Hamas to um, keep doing these things. So that needs to be taken care of. What do you, um, what do you think about this resolution? The caller mentioned the resolution. We know that's being uh, passed. It's being circulated. They they circulated it at the rally uh, at, at City Hall Park. And, of course, that's part of the process. Anybody's allowed to do that. But what do you think about that, the fact that there may be a question on the ballot next March about this issue? Basically, in well, support of the I think it's ultimately going to be up to the city council to determine whether or not to put that question on the ballot. But the um, what I hear is that there's going to be a resolution potentially coming up soon from the city council indicating that they will not put the question on the ballot preemptively. In other words, there's going to be a resolution saying it doesn't matter whether you get enough signatures, we're not going to put this on the ballot. Got it. I know that's happened. I've been there. It's happened uh, before. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick two-minute break, and we'll be right back on The Morning Drive. Mackenzie Grilling Kielbasa for the family dinner. This time, I'm skrilling it. Hardwood smoked kielbasa on the grill. Finished up in the skillet with roasted potatoes. Skrilled it. Make it special. Make it Mackenzie. For the game. For the holiday. For the family outing, life, liberty, and the pursuit. Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Without love, where would you be right now? We are back on the morning drive, and we are talking to former Burlington City Councilor Ed Adrian. Ed, one more question on this issue. I want to talk about a couple other things in Burlington. But uh, what do you think of some people, uh, either in the college campuses across America, some, uh, or members of Congress who are basically saying, uh, look, this is a resistance movement from Hamas. This is, uh, they, you know, Israel has kept them occupied for all these years, and this is just a resistance movement, movement striking back. Uh, how do you respond to that type of thing? 
Um, resi- I don't have any problems with resistance movements, but resistance movements don't behead babies and murder and rape women. There are those who say that that stuff didn't happen. There, there are those that are saying that's that that is. I'm just asking you. There are those that say that's all part of a, a media manipulation and that it's part of the Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, uh, manipulation. That they want to give you horrific scenes to get you on. I'm just saying that's what some people are saying. I've read that. Yeah, I mean, of times. L- listen. There's no doubt propaganda going on by the Israeli government, and there's no doubt propaganda going on on Hamas. People need to be careful about the uh, news sources that they rely on for information. Uh, They can't just scroll through their Facebook or through their Twitter feed or uh, through their Mastodon to to you, Kurt, um, in order to figure out what's going on in the world. They need to go to reliable news sources. I've seen plenty of reliable United States news sources confirm these, and if people don't want to believe that, then there's nothing I can do about it. Gotcha. It is it is pretty scary. We got a call coming in. I, I have to tell you, it's very scary when they ask, the, particularly the younger generations on the street, what about this? And they're like, no, it didn't happen. They just they just completely discount it that it, that it didn't happen. And it, it, it terrifies me. What are they? I, well, when they <laughs> that ask, didn't happen at all. Well, no, they, yeah, they say that they, the 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 babies and and the and the, the rapes and all these terrible things that happened, uh, that Hamas did to these these poor innocent uh, Israeli civilians. They they just if they're interviewing the protesters and on these college campuses around the country, and they the first thing they say is it didn't happen. Uh, that's not yeah, true. Yeah, I mean a lot. Of, well, I, yeah, kids. College kids sometimes are in their own world. I, I can sort of remember back to those times, too. I'm not excusing them, but I saw some of those interviews, too, and, you know, they're probably thinking about going to the next party. Yeah, yeah, good point. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Um, yes, good morning. Um, one of the problems that I have is I have some neighbors and some workmates that are um, Arab. And they were, they, they were, they were, I'm not much of a history person about what has gone on there, but they will tell me why the Hamas or those organizations are doing what they do uh, because of the alleged issues with the, uh, from the Israeli government. And, um, Ultimately, I guess nothing's going to stop unless everybody stops doing whatever it is the hell they're doing. And what 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 is the truth about what the Israelis are doing as well? I'm, I'm not talking now. I'm talking about the past. Ed, can you give us a little uh, tutorial on the well, history? I, of- I mean, I'm not the arbiter <laughs> of the truth, and I'd certainly be interested in asking this, this gentleman a question. But look, Israel was given to the Jews. This is a very short answer, right? It's more complicated, but Israel was given to the Jews after World War II as a place that they could have some kind of sanctuary when everything hit the fan. And it was uh, a spot in the desert that they redeveloped. They turned it into an agrarian base, and then now it's a tech base. And um, so they've made something of it. Um, And were there people displaced that were there at the time? Absolutely. Um, were there places for them to go in other uh, friendlier countries? Absolutely. So was it a good situation? No. But listen, as I saw somebody say, it's just been going on for 75 years. 
and the Palestinian resistance hasn't won yet, at some time you need to pack up your bags and leave um, or decide to do uh, take care of business a different way. When the, the, when the Jews were repressed in all the Arab countries, they left. <laughs> And they went to Israel or they went to the United States. So, you know, it's not a great solution, but I don't have another solution on that one either. And as somebody who's in a minority group in this country, it gives me some solace knowing that there's at least one place in the world that I can turn to. Right. All right. Let's uh, a few minutes left. Let's talk about uh, Burlington a little bit more. Uh, we just had our first candidate announced for the for mayor for the open seat in March next year. Emma Mulvaney Stanek, uh, you're, and we have a number of Democrats that are we think are close to announcing. But first, uh, give us your thoughts first on Emma Mulvaney Stanek. Uh, I, I used to tell Emma that she was my favorite prog, um, and I do like her a lot. I think she's a very good person. I think she'd make a horrible mayor, unfortunately. Give us um, a couple think, of reasons why. Well, I think she is overly idealistic about what's going on in the world and um, sees things uh, through rose-colored glasses, which is fine if you're an activist, but not if you're the executive of the largest city in the state of Vermont. One of the first things she has said is that public safety will be her first priority, obviously sort of acknowledging what's going on in Burlington. She did also say that she didn't want to say... uh, I'm paraphrasing. She didn't want to say where she would have stood on the 2020 resolution that partly put us where we are today, I think. Uh, but she didn't want, she wanted to just talk about going forward. Um, do you think she ought to be pressed on that 2020 resolution? Well, I think she should be pressed on exactly what her plan is going forward. You know, it's, it's easy to say, we're not say what she would have done in hindsight, but I want to know what her concrete plan is moving forward. Is she going to fully stop the Burlington Police Department to 100-plus officers as soon as possible and give them the incentives to do so and boost the morale and give them the, the, the non-police uh, law enforcement resources that are also being clamored for? How is she going to do that? How is she going to raise the money for that? Um, so... You know, I haven't followed Emma's policy in the the legislature on um, criminal justice issues specifically, but I'm pretty sure that um, she hasn't been at the forefront of um, law enforcement. And we, of course, we want to know plans going forward, no question, but there there are potentially city councilors that are running that who are on the record because they had to vote on that. Wouldn't it be important to also know how any other candidate stood on that critical issue back in 2020 that really did put us in this position along with knowing what they're going to do going forward i i agree i agree with you on that it would be nice if she'd give a yes or no answer i'm always a little bit hesitant when politicians won't comment yes or no because you know they want to try and have it their the third way um but uh, i think there's other ways to press her about how she would or wouldn't support uh, the police moving forward too. You know, it's easy to dodge things that you didn't have to vote on. Hence, hence the problem with legislators running for office. You know about that, Kurt, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ed, you will you will obviously be voting in the Democratic caucus on December tenth. I will. Do you have? We you know we know there are names being floated out there. Karen Paul, Joan Shannon, C.D. Madison. Do you have a favorite? I do. Care to re- tell us now? <laughs> the nice thing about not being a politician anymore, Curtis, I don't have to share my opinions if I don't want it. So I'm going to wait 
to see who actually announces uh, because I do have a preference. If that person, you know, decides not to get in, then no sense in uh, offending the, the second choice. Good, good point. Good point. But if uh, the candidate that you support or you'd like to see run runs, you will be doing a public endorsement. Absolutely. I'll, I want to be one of the first people to do the public endorsement. All right. Now we really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're almost out of time, but give us a quick comment. Uh, you, of course, uh, know the mayor very well, Moreau Weinberger. He has, uh, as we all know now, is not running. What's your thoughts on the 12 years of, of Moreau's leadership? I mean, I posted something about this the other day that, that received some decent response. But look, Moreau is, is the ultimate technocrat. Um, I think that he has steered the, the ship of city as best as one can possibly expect during these hard times. Some things are a little bit worse. Some things are a little bit better. Some things were completely not within his control. But I would give him an A minus. What would you? What would keep you from an A? Um, this is this is my this is my own personal you know view of how things should be run, which obviously is irrelevant. But the long and the short of it is, I would like to have seen him come out a little bit more aggressively um, from a sort of public speaking standpoint when um, things were not going the way that he wanted them to go. Uh, and really calling out people specifically about why they weren't in support of things. So, for example, in respect to that police resolution you were talking about earlier, I would have seen it, liked to have seen him fight a little bit harder for that. All right, but an A- minus is a pretty good grade. Pretty Listen, an A is an A, whether it's a minus or a plus. It's A, right? Yeah, you've been talking to my 17-year-old son. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I wish I had come in in person this morning. I would have liked to have met you in person, Anthony, but one be, of these days. Well, no there'll worries, be another brother. opportunity, but we'll, we will be watching things closely and waiting for your endorsement of whatever whoever that candidate is, should they announce. Yes, indeed. Uh, 100%. And Adrian, thanks for being on the Morning Drive today, as always. Thank you, guys. Right. Have a good one. You Thanks, too. you too. Uh, we're going to check in with Fox News real uh, real uh, quickly here uh, for a minute. Then I've got the keyword. you got a chance of winning $1,000 in cash. And then...